Hello and welcome to the Taylor Rate Me Podcast. I am your host, Derek Taylor, and today we're going to be interviewing the man they call Mitchell Turner, a.k.a. the Multimaniac, is what I personally like to call him, is because this man is never not busy. This man does not take any breaks whatsoever. The only break he takes is when he's sleeping. This man is a tech consultant, a sailor, a snowboarder, an all-around traveler, and he grows fungus as a hobby, along with painting and cooking, but that's not all. He knits, he rock climbs, and he's also a mental health specialist and a deckhead. Oh my god, that was a mouthful, but let's get right into the podcast. Hey Mitchell, uh, welcome to the hey. Channel Podcast, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Can you hear me loud and clear? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you just fine. Like, you know. Is, uh, is there any background? Should I move somewhere else? Or I know there's uh, some music playing. I mean, I can hear, I mean, I can hear a little bit, but like, you know, not so much that, uh, you know, it interferes, it interferes, ah, I'm sorry, I can't talk today. <laughs> That it interferes with anything. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's good. Okay. So, um, yeah. Um, did I already ask how are you doing today? Um, yeah, I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You know, I mean, I just got done with an interview like yesterday, so it's like, yeah, not. I'm not gonna lie. It was pretty good. Went pretty good. Um, what did you do the other yesterday? Uh, yesterday, I've I've been at this coffee shop recently. Um, I've just been working on doing some drawings for some uh, engines, um, doing some I guess like marketing stuff. For some of the businesses, um, you know, just general, just some leg work, nothing too interesting. Oh, okay, okay, and um, yeah, when you also when you um accepted my um when you applied to like be a guest on my podcast, you you put down a variety of things too. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> it is uh I got a lot going on. Yeah. I can see I can see that. Like, you know, how do you have time to um do all these things? Uh if I can list a few. Um you're a tech counsel you you do tech counseling, sailing, snowboarding, traveling, uh within the United States within the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you grow fungus and paint and cook. Yes, I think um, you know, being a tech consultant as my main job, um got a lot of free time you know uh it takes probably about an hour a day um and that sustains me so i can pretty much do anything i want oh, okay um, so like the but, tech, the tech counseling is your main job and it, like it only takes one hour a day yeah i mean you don't have to i mean it, it pays well so i don't have to really you know work too much doing it um and so that gives me a lot of free time to go sailing or or you oh, okay. know spend a month or two longboarding or, or snowboarding up in the mountains <laughs> All right. So, like, when when was the last time you've been like uh, sailing and snowboarding exactly? Um. So I went over um, through December. I think it was pretty much all of this winter. I went out to uh, Breckenridge, Colorado, um, and so I, I spent probably two months. Maybe yeah, I think it was about two months just every day hitting oh. the slopes. Oh, okay, um, okay. Sailing, I went to the Keys um, right after, after it was kind of cold from Breckenridge. So right after I took. Um, I had some small little, uh, I guess it was like a dinghy boat, and I went sailing on that off the keys. Ended up sinking the thing by accident, but uh, it was fun. So I try to get, I guess I'm going back out to the Virgin Islands um, about a month to do a lot of sailing. Um, I'm going to help a friend out. He has a fleet of sailboats, and so I'm going to go do that for a little bit. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, yeah, yeah, I also... Like mentioned that you grew fungus. Like, uh, tell me more yeah. about that. Yes. Yeah, so the fungus is a pretty interesting thing. I first heard about it. Um, I was working uh, with an agency 
don't know, maybe about three years ago, and we were, you know, goofing off um, as we did pretty often. But he mentioned um, this fungus that was eating plastic, and like, uh, you know, if someone could actually, uh, you know, figure this thing out and market it well, it would be a big idea. Um, and so I think about a year or two after that, um, I left that agency and I was looking for things to do. And um, Wait, yeah, left, I, I, I picked it up. You left the agency that you were growing fungus in? like a... No, no, no. That was just the agency that uh, the guy came up with, the, the owner of it came up with the idea and we talked about it uh, in extent. But after I left that, then I went and I ordered some of They have spores that you can order online. Um, and then you like inject it into a sterile bag of uh, some substrate and then that grows. And then you kind of just you know, uh, lay that uh, substrate on top of some plastic. Um, and then it takes, a, you know, it takes a month or two. Um, it starts degrading it. Um, to, then it can turn into, you can do a few things with that. that. You can use it as like, uh, there's some companies that use uh, fungus as um, like packaging. Um, so that's, you know, something I'm looking at doing after it degrades the plastic kind of, be, you know, have a sustainable uh, packaging. Um, and uh, you could also use it as like fertilizer, a bunch of stuff like that. But anyways, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting oh, okay. Um, you know, okay. organism, you may say so. And uh, this is and this is just a hobby and it's just a hobby like you do right now. Right now, it's just a hobby. You know, it's something that I just throw a bunch of money at. Um I'm looking at, I think, in the virgins while I'm down there. Um, it's going to grow very well down there because of the, um, it's in the tropics. It does very well. Originally, it's from uh, the Amazon. Um, so I'll be a little bit closer to the Amazon than I was in like, Colorado or even right now in uh, South Carolina. Um, so it does, like, it'll run into, it can't get cold. If it gets cold, it dies. Um, but, yeah, I think in... Uh, in the virgins, I'm gonna pull it out again. Um, and I'm gonna try to. There's a, a landfill down there, and I think I'm gonna try to partner with the landfill, um, and see if we can start de degrading some of their plastic that's on the islands. Because I mean, if you use, there's really nowhere else for them to put the plastics. Um, and if that hurricane comes through, it'll just take all the plastics into the ocean. Uh, so I think it's a good idea to go to the landfills down there. Oh. Okay. And uh, also, like, you know, this is unrelated, but I, I believe I said tech counseling, like, in the beginning, I meant tech consultant. Like, <laughs> can I apologize yes. for that? No, it's fine. It's essentially the same thing. I think consultant sounds a little bit better, though. So, <laughs> ego wise. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. You also um, do painting and, and cooking as well. Uh, tell okay, me. I do love painting. Are you familiar with Bob Ross? What happened? Are you familiar with Bob Ross? Wait, you said Bob Ross? Yes. Are you familiar with him? Uh, no, I'm not. Like, tell me. You don't know Bob. Bob. You don't know Bob Ross? Uh, he's, he's got the afro. He does the painting. He has squirrels. He used to have a, a very popular um TV wait. show. Oh, yes, has, that's where oh, he has an. Oh, he has an afro. Okay. Oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, yes, I'm. I'm. I'm um, uh, familiar with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I started. Um, I think I watched like all. Uh, I don't know how many seasons of shows he had, but I watched all of those. And uh, shortly after that, I started picking up painting, just doing landscapes and stuff. And then I moved into more abstract. Um, 
But yeah, I, I think everywhere I travel, I try to paint something there. I think I've got a pretty good painting of Zion. Um, it looks, I would say it's a pretty beautiful painting. You know, Zion's kind of hard to mess up in the first place. There's so much going on there. Um, but yeah, I, I like painting and cooking too. I've recently gotten into cooking. Oh, okay. Um, um, like what, what do you like to cook? Like what's your, like, like what's your favorite I, thing like you like to cook right now? Or things. Okay, so I like to, um, you get your pan out, you you know, you put it on the stove, uh, some, some, put some olive oil on that, uh, maybe a little bit of salt, and throw your onions on. Um, and then I'll do chicken. I, I'd say most of the time, like, uh, chicken, ten, not chicken tenders, but, you know, I think the, the tenderloin, um, throw that on. Then um, I'll throw some spinach in there, too, or just whatever my vegetable is going to be. And then here's the kicker. You throw some cheese on it after. Um, and then some heavy cream, and then it kind of makes like a, like kind of like a sauce, I guess, like a cheesy cream sauce uh, with your chicken and your vegetables. And I would say you really can't beat that. That's pretty much my go-to nowadays. Hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, wait. So, like, you, wait. You also said you. Wait. You said like you like like to cook chicken. Yes, I would say most of the time chicken is probably the easiest, and I think it's the healthiest too. Um, I mean, sometimes I'll do fish when I can. Oh, yeah. I do it. But I'll mostly just eat that, like, you know, sushi and do raw fish. So there's not too much cooking to do with that. But I try to stay healthy. Okay. And, um, yeah, you and yeah, like, you know, another thing you also, like, mentioned is that you're be, you, you have beginner's level experience in um, knitting and rock climbing. Uh, when did you get into, like, you know, knitting and rock climbing? You know, um, Knitting was also one of these more recent things. I just, I, I made a poncho. Well, I needed some clothes. And so, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, I wanted them to be unique, obviously. Uh, so I, I started, um, started knitting a poncho. And I'm going to need one. I'll be in, you know, the Virgin Islands in hurricane season. You need something to keep the, the water off. Um, but yeah, so I, I started knitting that. That went along great. Um, I'm trying to look for other projects. But I think the main idea was, that um, got me into knitting, just like uh, cast knitting, and making the nets for cast knitting. And then that kind of spurred into uh, crates and some you know, ponchos and stuff with knitting. It's very interesting to do, and there's a lot of different styles um, and different techniques that they can do. I, I just got a book about like the Japanese techniques. Of, and I guess it's like the cable knitting. If you've ever seen that, um, there's a bunch of different takes on that. Uh, and anyways, it's it's very you could go pretty deep into knitting. So oh. you know, on the surface it doesn't seem that interesting, but it really goes down. <laughs> yeah. Uh I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Um I don't know. I don't know. I don't hate I don't hate knitting, but it's like I probably I probably couldn't get into it like that. I mean you know. <laughs> <laughs> it is I mean it's it's it can be pretty boring, but it's like uh I think people call it active relaxing. I, doing I mean, something like, while you're relaxing. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's definitely helpful when, like, you know, you have to replace something. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, I've got a hole in my pants that I need to sew up, so I guess I should. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's I mean, it's useful. It's a good skill to have. Uh, all right, and uh, yeah, you you also yeah you also see you did rock climbing. Uh, tell me about that. Like, um, yeah, do you like how how often do you uh rock climb? I I went rock climbing, um, just like practicing at the facility, um probably about a week ago. Um, but I haven't been like rock climbing, rock climbing, uh, probably about a year or two now. 
I think uh, the last time I legitimately went was out in uh, Yosemite. That was pretty fun. Wait, so, um, you, so you haven't been like a real rock climbing, just like rock climbing in, within a building? Well, no, I've, I've done the real stuff out in Yosemite, but that's been a while. But I do like, they've got a new facility uh, close to where I'm at called Block Haven. And it's a oh. pretty good, um, it's a pretty good facility. Now there's another one that just opened up. It's got a lot taller uh, structures. So I'll have to do that. But I, I would say I'm pretty decent at rock climbing. Oh, but, oh. Um, okay. Well, I'm not going to lie. You're a lot braver than me because it's like, I, I probably couldn't like actually rock climb. I'd have to do it within a building. Uh, it's like, I, I don't know. It's like, uh, well, for two reasons, actually. One, I don't know. I, I just love, I just like staying inside personally. That's, that's just me and two. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm afraid. Of, I'm, I'm somewhat afraid of heights. You can do, um, well, because I guess the indoor ones, that's a great place to start out because they're not too tall and you can get the option to where they have like a, a cable that can attach to you. And obviously when you're out, you know, really climbing mountains, um, you can put in your own cables. Um, so it's relatively safe. Um, I think it's still a lot of people get hurt, but um, ideally, if you're doing everything right, you're going to get hurt at all. Um, but yeah, I think starting out inside, that would be a great, and it's, it's so fun to do, and it's a great workout also. Hmm. It's like you're not a bit, you're getting a workout, but it doesn't even feel like it. But you will wake up and your hands will be burning and your, uh, your forearms. You're just kind of, oh my God, it's, it, it's a terrible burn. But um, I mean, it's good to do. It's, it's good to do hard things. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I see. I see. And, uh, and, and you also, um, I think you mentioned like engines as well. And, uh, yeah. Sustainability and spear fishing. Yes. Yeah, so recently, I've been working on um, some some new engine designs, and specifically, well, um, I, I want to get more into aerospace. Um, so there's something called a pulse engine. Um, it used to be very popular. The V1 rockets and, uh, that the Nazis used uh, towards the end of like, World War II. Um, they they were all powered by pulse engines. Um, so it's a very simple design. There's not much that moves around in it. But what I want to do is uh, convert those to hydrogen power. Um, and then ideally, I don't have much to put on it right now or put the engine on right now besides like a drone. Or I've got a concept for a... Um, I do a lot of longboarding and snowboarding and just throwing the engine on the back of one of those. I think it would be fun. Um, it might be dangerous, but I think it would be, yeah. Yeah, it would not be helpful. Yeah. Um, I think it would get hydrogen power out there more if people started, you know, using hydrogen power boards. Um, Not that, you know, hydrogen power is the end all, but it's a lot better than, you know, fueling these things with gasoline um, and and fossil fuels. But um, yeah, I think, uh, um, you know, hydrogen is probably the way to go for this. But yeah, the engines, um, but doing a few designs on those, trying to redesign and make them more efficient. But yeah, it's it's a pretty pretty fun little um, I guess side hustle I've got going on. Not sure if I'll make any money from it, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. And uh, like I, I see that you like you know I'm just reading like you know that you listed all these things that you do. I guess the question I have is like you know when do you have time to relax? It's like because like this is a lot of stuff. I don't think I've relaxed in a while. I think um, I mean maybe uh, go to a friend's house and just kind of chill. Um, but I think it's always, you know, when I get home at night, it's always working, um, wake up in the morning, working, um, 
I don't. There's. I don't know. Do you even need time to relax, though? I mean, what <laughs> what's oh. the point? What's the point of relaxing? Wait, wait. Uh, hold on. Can you repeat that again? I can hear you. <laughs> I just said, what's the point of relaxing? You know, why? Why do you need to do it? You, you uh, can relax when you're dead. Well, I mean, like you know, the point of relaxing is to like recharge. You know, I mean, like. I mean, I get. I think I get enough sleep, but still. I don't think, like, during the day, there's not, like, a day that I've taken off in a long, long time. Um, I don't think it's not that I could. I mean, I could take probably a month off right now. I'm perfectly fine, but oh, I, oh, okay. I get bored easily, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I get it. I get it. Um, But, yeah, but yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's like, uh, personally, like, you know, you. but personally for me, it's like, you know, I could probably relax, but it's like, as long as I don't procrastinate, like, you know, what I have to do. Um, yeah. Then you know, yeah, it's all good. But it's like I, I'd have to like you know put a time limit on like how long I can relax, like whether it's fifteen minutes or whether it's um, you know, a couple of minutes. Because like sometimes I, because like you know, uh, when I was in like uh middle school through high school, um, mm-hmm. I I wouldn't I would over I would over, always overwork myself to the point where it's like sometimes I wouldn't eat until I was like done, and it's like yeah. You know, until I, I was, like, done with that certain thing. Sometimes I can do it, but it's, like, you know, when I really can't function without food and food or, like, just relaxing for a couple of minutes, like, I, I just, I'm all over the place. And it's, like, you know, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's, like, I have, so it's, like, I, I personally, for me, I would have to relax. I think, yeah, certainly if you're not eating, you know, it's, <laughs> you would have to take some time to relax and, you know, you know take oh. care of yourself. Otherwise, you're just going to kind of descend into chaos. But, um I mean, yeah, there's stuff like that that I guess I would consider relaxing, and I'll take an hour off to go, um, you know, cook something. Well, yeah, um, I'd probably in between. I'd, like, I'd probably even take, I'd probably even take a nap, like in between. But it's like that depends on, like, you know, how t- how like you know worn out I am, you know. Yeah. But uh-huh. it's like, but it's like, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, yeah, it, it pretty much just depends. So, um, mm-hmm. uh. But like now that we're like done with that, I just have to ask because I don't think I've asked this like in the beginning. Uh, where where are you from? Like you know where, like where um, I was born and raised in South Carolina, um, specifically Greenville. Uh, I spent a lot of time in Charleston, South oh, okay. Carolina. But I would say South Carolina in general is where I'm from. Oh okay okay so that so like you were like born and raised in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just different parts of South Carolina, but I've always been in South Carolina. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, uh, what was life like for you, like, uh, growing up? Um, yes, it was kind of chaotic. Um, <laughs> I mean, I went to, I don't know, I moved a few times and that was always stressful. Um, but uh, it was a pretty, it was a, it was a simple life, you know? Um, wait, so it was, cha- wait, so you're saying it was chaotic, but like simple? Yeah. I mean, it was, we were doing a lot of things, moving around. I feel like I, I moved a lot, but, uh, I mean, besides that, it was, I mean, it was the basics, you know, um, a typical family, nothing crazy. Um, yeah, just a, your typical family just doing a lot of stuff. Ah, okay, 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 okay. And, um, like, you know, how would you, like, if you could just, like, oh, wait, you already described it. You said it was, like, um, chaotic but simple. You uh, described it in, like, two words, right? And uh, I don't care. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh I don't think we talked about the uh, spearfishing either. Like, you know, tell me, tell me more about that. Yes. Um, well, spearfishing's fun. Um, I picked it up in Hawaii. Um, and yeah, I didn't know. Well, 
made a mistake while I was spearfishing. So the first fish I actually speared, um, it was really close. Well, I didn't have the right equipment when I first started. Um, anyway, so it's, uh, Hawaii's got a state fish, uh, the, the Huma Huma Numa Numa Akia or something like that. Um, <laughs> it is a very beautiful fish, and I thought it would be delicious. Um, and <laughs> I didn't know it was a state fish. But yeah, so I was out in Hawaii. Um, I hadn't caught it. I haven't speared a fish yet. And then I finally uh, get one real close to me, spear that, bring it up to the shore, uh, show all my friends. Uh, and it's the state fish. And it was like a state crime. I think you'd go away for like a whole year um, if, they, if they caught you. The good news was he was still kind of flapping around. Uh, so I, I try to, you know, heal him and put him back in the water. But yeah, spearfishing, it's fun. Um, Got to know what you're hunting for. But it's also very difficult, but it's a good workout. Like, um, yeah, I mean, just like, like rock climbing. It's, like, it's know, fun to do. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I can, I can kind of see spearfishing being a little difficult. I mean, like, you know, it looks easy, but like, it, seems, it like looks, it seems easy, but like, you know, I'm, I believe it's like very difficult. I mean, especially like, you know, trying to get the fish on, like trying to like, you know, just spear the fish. Like, I bet it take, yeah. I bet it like took a bunch of tries to like, you know, get like, at least one or two fish on like the spear, right? Yeah, I mean, it took it certainly took a while. Um, I mean, the whole swimming and diving is, is a difficult part of it. Um, holding your breath for long enough, and then it feels like you're about to explode when you're like thirty feet down. Um, mm. But that, yeah, just getting close enough to the fish and the technique to yeah, get I probably close to I probably couldn't be thirty feet. I probably could never like you know go thirty feet down just to, like catch a fish as I cannot um swim (laughs) (laughs) yeah that might be a problem uh you could try scuba though i mean scuba i i haven't gone scuba diving but i think having an oxygen tank would make things a lot easier ah okay okay got you got you got all right got you and um yeah you said uh you were a mental also a mental health specialist and a and a deckhead like uh tell me about the men tell me about like you know um what you do as a mental health specialist um, so at the beginning of uh, Corona, um, I I went and I started working at a hospital um, for Prisma, uh, which is here local in South Carolina. And then I was a a mental health specialist, um, and that was pretty fun. It was literally just working in the psych ward, um, helping patients out, uh, just kind of doing basic, uh, you know, organizing their day, uh, you know, helping them with uh, whatever they need help with. Um, just being a general therapist, essentially. Um, but yeah, that was that was very fun. That was very rewarding. Um, and I certainly enjoyed it. Towards the end, I did get burned out because uh, I've been seeing so many sad stories uh, every day. Um, for you know, I was working twelve-hour shifts some days. Um, so you know, working sixty hours a week and just getting a bunch of sad stories and seeing people at their worst. Uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't something you want to do. Long but i did enjoy it while i uh, while it, I wait it wasn't some, wait uh, uh repeat that again it wasn't something what yeah it wasn't i mean you know it wasn't something you would want to do long term because it was so sad i mean it was a very i feel I mean, like some, you know, the psychiatric hospital is not the best thing to be <laughs> spending your time at but i i enjoyed working there um until it was i mean after a while i just you know got burnt out just gonna do it ah okay Okay, and, um, okay, yeah, no, I get it. Like, you know, it's like, I don't know, it's like when you're not, uh, 
you know, I, I, I feel like, you know, for some, for some people, like, cause uh, a lot of people are built different. I feel like some people could do it long-term, but it's like, you know, some people can't. I think some, some people do. And, you know, there were a lot of nurses there who did it, you know, they were doing it for years and years. Um, but they do, um, I don't know. It, I, it just, I guess sometimes it affected me more than it affected them. Maybe they learned how to like tune out, um, you know, all these, uh, all these sad people, all these crazy people too. I mean, they weren't all just sad. Some of them would just straight attack you. Um, but really, <laughs> yeah, they had, they had one unit that was like the uh, extreme cases. Um, those were just people that were, uh, they thought people were after them. They, uh, Oh, yeah, schizophrenic um, and very violent. Wow. Um, so you had to you had to watch back in that, uh, that section of the hospital. But um, like, I typically worked in like the just the general population section. Uh, so like was it like was it a time where like was there like any point in time where like you were just like scared to like be in a room with like a certain person? Uh, there was one guy which I think I always had good rapport with people, um, but there was one guy who. Uh, he hit a bunch of the staff because um, he, well, he always thought that someone was on the outside of his door um, and was going to try to come kill him. Then I would always kind of play around with him and I would, I would like to fling the door open and then like get in a fighting stance. Like uh, I was going to protect him. He, I think he liked me, but he, he did hit a bunch of people and I was generally afraid to be around. Wait, hold on. So, uh, wait. so wait, he hit a bunch of people, but he never hit you. Yeah, well, he never hit me, and there was a few times he, he, like, started walking at me, and he was looking at me like he was going to hit me, um, but I think, you know, usually offering people snacks uh, can kind of deter, <laughs> or get them the coffee or something that deter him from attacking you, uh, but he never attacked me. He, he came close a few times, but I think I always had good rapport with him, uh, um, which was one thing I feel like I was good at, was, you know, getting people um, to trust me at the hospital. Oh, okay. So, uh, all right. So, like, you know, when you were just like, like there. So, like, you know, there's um. So, is that was that the only time you've been you've been scared, or like, you know, has there been other other times where it's like, you know, you've just sat in an office with someone and like, you know, you were trying trying to act uh, like, you know, you were trying to not act scared, but like inside, were you like you were scared? Um. I mean, there was, we had security there too. And the security was pretty fast to respond. There was a few times where someone lost, well, one time someone lost their, uh, their hoodie or we, we, so we check them in. Uh, the police typically bring them in and we check them in and we take all their stuff. And we have to look through it to make sure there's nothing that they could hurt other people or themselves with. Um, and this was like my first day actually, now that I recall it. Uh, and so I had to, you know, I, we looked through their stuff. Um, something got lost, and I had to go find it. Um, anyways, we, I couldn't find it because it was my first day. I really didn't even know where things were. Uh, and he punched. We had a, like a medicine carts that had the computers so we could check out or like, scan in the medicine and give it to the patients. Um, and we kind of we would leave those at like charging stations, which like the general population could walk around and. Uh, you know, they could get close to. Well, he found out that I couldn't find his hoodie and he punched right through a computer screen and broke it. <laughs> and that was that was quite concerning. Uh, but I mean, the, secu- like, the security came and that was, they ended up calming the guy down. He didn't, uh, he didn't really hurt anyone. I, I mean, he, like, you know, he hoodie, messed his hand up. I mean, the hoodie must have meant a lot to him because it's like to, <laughs> to like punch something. 
<laughs> the hoodie must have been owed, yeah, a ton to him. I don't know who gave him that hoodie, but he really liked it. Yeah, it had. Some, um, it, it must have had some sort of sentimental value to it. Because, like, you know, I probably, I probably, I'd probably be upset, like, you know, if I lost my hoodie too. But I wouldn't punch anything. I, you know. Yeah, he, he straight punched her. He straight punched her. Though. I've never <laughs> seen anyone that strong, though. I mean, good God. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he, that that poor guy. We found his hoodie, though. It was in the dryer. Okay. Okay. So I like. We were, if I if I yeah, was we were cleaning it. If I was him, I'd probably be a little upset at myself because, like, you know, I punched, I hurt my hand for nothing, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We found it literally five minutes later. We were like, oh, use your hand, by the way. We were cleaning it. <laughs> I think it was still on the run, too. It was still on the run cycle, so there was no way I could even tell it was in there, really. <laughs> but he was, he was not happy. Ah, okay. And, um, yeah, I think that's it for this podcast. Like, you know, it was nice talking to you, Mitchell. Oh, yeah, it was nice talking to you, Eric. All right, and, um, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's it. Like, do you have any, um, uh, form of a social media I can, um, like, tag? I you? don't, I, I don't have social media right now. Um, I've got my websites, and that's oh. about it for the different companies, but, uh, yeah, no social media as of right now. That might change oh. in the, the near future, and I might send you, I'll send you a message about it. Uh, all right. Um. So when this podcast comes out, like you know, you can um, like you know, if if you if you want, you can share. You can like you know, share it with people. Like you know, if you want. Yeah. Like it's. Oh, it's- I will certainly. I I do I do have LinkedIn, but I don't really consider that a social media. I might throw uh, it up on there. Yeah, that's more of like a that's more of a business this business thing, like you know, to find jobs or like you know to um hire people and all you know. Yeah, I think it, it might be switching around though. I I read an article the other day that it's turning more into a, like a social platform strictly business nowadays yeah but all right um all right you have a nice day mitchell um and, and maybe like you know we can do another podcast in the future yeah that sounds fantastic just let me know all right man peace all right bye and that was it for today's podcast i really hope you all enjoyed listening to it as much as i enjoyed making it um yeah i had a really fun conversation with mitchell turner especially about all the hobbies slash jobs this man has without any rest whatsoever i'm just gonna say this it couldn't be me. Personally, it couldn't be me. I couldn't have all those jobs slash hobbies and be sane without any rest whatsoever. But until next time, I'll catch you later. Peace.